Welcome everybody to another episode of the Cleveland Phantom Podcast, episode six. Um, on this episode, we're going to do a little different. We always talk about sports, but we don't really talk about you know things that could have happened in a different time, space, reality. It's more than a linear path; it's a prism of endless possibility. Where a single choice can branch out into infinite realities, creating alternate worlds from the ones you know. I am the Watcher. I'm your guide through these vast new realities. Follow me and ponder the question, what if? On this episode of the Cleveland Phantom Podcast, we will go over some great sports what ifs. Uh, To help me do so is Pat Luda. What's going on with you, Pat? Uh, All good, man. Good to hear, good to hear. Jason Roberts, what's going on with you? Not much, just sitting and relaxing. And Everett Williams, what's going on with you? Just maintaining another day. Um, Ash came up with this about a week or so ago uh, because there's a lot of things that come out with uh, basketball players such as Allen Iverson saying he would have been a great uh, football player if he played and LeBron James being on Monday Night Football saying, well, if I played football, I would have been a great too. Um. E, what'd you say about LeBron playing football? Nope, never happened. He don't want to get hit. He don't want to get hit in the NBA. He don't want to get hit. He don't want to get hit across the middle. Now, no, Jason loves hitting people across the middle. LeBron would have got tore up. That's what you're saying. Um, he would have been in Friday. You got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> um. Remember when the, the Browns had Kevin Johnson? They always said he would catch the ball, go five yards, and fall down. LeBron James. Oh. <laughs> um, that said, Pat, me and you are the baseball guys. Let me throw one at you. What if the Yankees held off the 2004 Red Sox? I mean, I still think the Red Sox winning eventually was inevitable. But... But Yankees probably win that World Series yeah, in 04. Yeah. And Red Sox and probably don't win in 07. They might have won in the 2010s, like they won in 13, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, like I said, with the, the with the payroll and Epstein and stuff like that, they would have, they would have, I think they would have bought themselves one down the road, but. I not 04, 07. Yeah, 04 and 07, because 07, it probably wouldn't have been because it's like, you got to learn how to win, I guess, or you got to have the guys that have been there before and getting down three one like they were against Cleveland, and I mean they were, I mean it's a tight game in the seven in game seven even, but mm-hmm. two thousand four, I mean if Dave Roberts doesn't steal that base, I, I was I just mean, about to turn it around to you because you're the Dodgers fan, right? Mm-hmm. If Dave Roberts doesn't get famous off of stealing that base, is he even a manager right now? Maybe I mean that open doors. Either I mean you can say that that at least open doors. But yeah, if he steals, you didn't steal that base. I mean, if he never steals that base or he gets out trying to steal it, that's a that's a franchise altering play right there. Mm -hmm. And like you said, I think whoever was going out of that series was going to beat the Cardinals. So, um, can I throw another baseball one at you real quick? Career 228 ERA, record 94 and 46. What if Babe Ruth kept pitching? That would have been, I mean, one, he'd still be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, with those numbers, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Two, I wonder 
I mean, if he, if he's staying pitching, I'm also assuming he stays with the Red Sox. Unless I they, mean, if he's still that good of a pitcher, they probably don't sell him for 125000 yeah. to fund a Broadway play, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if he stays with the Red Sox, they win. Um, yeah, and now that best hitter of all time is wide open. I think, I mean, personally, I think Willie Mays or Ted Williams would probably have that crown. Mm-hmm. But it seems more consensus, at least, that Babe Ruth is the best hitter of all time. And two through four or five are up in the air. You take him out of the equation. Now, like I said, you got Mays, you got Williams, you got Cobb, you got Aaron that are all saying that that are all splitting the pie evenly. And that could be talking about baseball discussions and history and things like that. That, yeah. that would be interesting. Cause you, you can go all types of different. What if DiMaggio and Ted Williams didn't go to the war? You know. Yeah, yeah. Bob Feller, same thing. And yeah, uh, yeah. E, go ahead. I was gonna say the spinning off the Babe Ruth stays with everything. If he stays with the Red Sox, that means they probably win a title way earlier than say whenever the last one they won. That means that the Yankees don't have twenty something titles because they don't have Ruth. They don't have. I mean, if you don't, if he stays with Boston, you don't have Murderers Row, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you still have Garrick and you know everything, but the point of that was Garrick and Ruth, Ruth and Garrick, and would it be a little bit of like a what is it, like a switch, like the Yankees are the Red, where the Red Sox are, and the Red Sox would be the Yankees. I don't think it would switch, but. On the, it wouldn't be twenty seven to what yeah. six or whatever. Yeah, it wouldn't. <laughs> like I said, I mean, because the Yankees were still right after Garrick and Ruth, they got DiMaggio, and right after that, they got Mantle and Maris and Whitey Ford and Yogi Berra. I mean, they they were still going to put championships together, but that's a big. Not having Babe Ruth is a big piece in franchise history that they would be without. That's a piece of the puzzle that is, you know, you don't have that. And like I said, it's it's. I mean, 21 championships, 18 cha- I mean, you never know mm-hmm. how it is. And at the same time, yeah, they did have Gimaggio and Mantle and stuff. But a lot of times back then, there weren't drafts. They were bought contracts. If you make Boston a lot sexier than New York, yeah. does Dimaggio, you know, go there? You know, does, does Mantle say, yeah, I want to play in New York? You know? uh, Jason, can I throw one at you? Uh, 1982, NFC Championship. What if Joe Montana comes up short against Dallas? Hear me out. If, say he comes up short, San Francisco has no need to keep drafting wide receivers because, you know, we're, we're going to, you know, mm. just make it work with what we got and blah, 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 blah. So 1985 comes along. They never look at somebody from Mississippi Valley State. Yeah. And you never have the Montana Rice connection. Question is, would they even get the four titles? You know what I'm saying? Because you spend all those years just drafting guys to, to cut to make that catch that you never think about yeah. taking Jerry Rice and Man. You never know. Well, I got one for you baseball junkies. Go ahead. What if Roberto Clemente never passed? Him, Dave Parker, and Willie Stargell. Um, Pirates probably be more regarded as one of the better teams of, of that era. Like, you think of the Pirates, but you only think of it as, we are a family team, not 
Sister <laughs> <laughs> Sledge, right. go away. You know what I'm saying? They they be like, oh, that's Clemente's team. Like like you just said, DiMaggio. They had DiMaggio. That DiMaggio. That was the Yankees. You had DiMaggio. You had Mantle. Pirates got Clemente. It was like, I want to go play in Pittsburgh because Roberto Clemente played here. You might have had that that turnaround for for people, for prospects and everything. Yeah, that's wild. I just really thought about that listening to y'all. Go ahead, E. Probably the only Pirates question I'll ever ask. What if I think it's Andy Vance slight? What if he slides and they win that game? That one cut him deep. He's stunned right there. <laughs> <laughs> Jason's hurt right there. Yeah. Yeah. I hate you. Because <laughs> you know what? We win the series. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby stays. Yeah, maybe New York wouldn't be giving him $1.5 every year. Wow. I, wow. That's, that cuts deep because you know why? Right after that, Jim Leland gone, everything. Man, wow. Um, so here's my question. Uh, just a second. Um, here's a what if. What if Tim Duncan pursued the 50, 100, and 400 meter freestyle swimming to qualify for the 1992 Olympics? And I say that because the only reason he did not do so is because Hurricane Hugo destroyed the only Olympic-sized pool in Virgin Islands. So he took up basketball. Tallest Olympic gold medalist in swimming in history. And on top of that, he's black. I don't know if y'all know, but <laughs> Tim Duncan, no, for real. He, he, he is was a, a speedy, fish. Yeah, he was a speedy swimmer. He was his tall Michael Phelps. Yeah, <laughs> his breaststroke, I mean, excuse me, his butterfly was Basically, some dude's Olympic freestyle. He was that much of a freak in the pool. I mean, he could cover the pool underwater easily. And I don't mean, man, that is a great what if. I got a uh, basketball one for Chris. Go ahead. 1993, I believe is the right year. Michael Jordan decides to stay retired. Honestly, he. Mm. I mean, he doesn't have he's, those other three titles. He has three and only three. And he's probably not regarded as the greatest of all time. What if it? Because it, it, if he re- retired in '93, right? Yeah. After the '93 season, right? Goes to play baseball and then decides I'm going to do something else business or investing, but I'm not playing basketball again. There would be more light on Charles Barkley, Hakeem Olajuwon, and Patrick Ewing and Reggie Miller probably would have both won championships. 
As long as Carmelo Malone did, I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's just hate. All right. Uh, this one cuts me deep. What if Ron Harper didn't get Gunn's daughter pregnant and they didn't break up that Cavs team? Allegedly. 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 <laughs> oh. Do you realize that was the one team that the Bulls couldn't touch even with Jordan? Yeah. They used to smash them without even trying. Um, I got a really good football one, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick to basketball real quick. And it's recent basketball. What if LeBron James goes to college? Even if he's a one and done, right? So say he comes out of the 2004 draft. That means he's the number one pick to Orlando. So Dwight Howard goes what to Charlotte? Yeah. Well, to back up, assuming the rumors are right. Ohio State probably would make the Final Four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably win the whole. You assume win the whole thing. You would have had Ohio State, LeBron, and Syracuse, Carmelo. Yeah, and then like you said, LeBron goes one, two. You said Orlando, Charlotte takes. I'm assuming Dwight Howard. Chicago was after that. They took Ben Gordon, yeah. but you know, would they? Still taking Ben Gordon, would they take a Mecca Oka for? The league is in chaos after that. That's what I'm saying. Every <laughs> literally everything changes if he goes to college for one year. One year. Then you're looking at the Orlando LeBron James era. And is there an Orlando LeBron James era? Or does he move on like Shaq did, like Penny did, like Dwight Howard did? Like he did. Like <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> um uh this one you know what? Football or basketball, which one you want? Because I got a couple of them. Football, basketball. All right, this is gonna be a really good one. What if Drew Brees passes his exam, is traded from San Diego to Miami, is still coached by Nick Saban in Miami, so Breeze is a dolphin. Saban stays a Dolphin. Saban never goes to to LSU and goes to Alabama. Brees never goes to New Orleans. What happens if if that happens? Because let me go back a little bit. Um, because of the soldier injury, Miami chose Dante Culpepper. Um, this was Nick Saban's second year. He traded a second round pick to get Culpepper. Um. But worried about the injury because of Drew Brees' shoulder. He ended up playing 174 of 176 possible games and the Super Bowl, right? Culpepper was coming off of knee knee surgery. He played four games for the Dolphins. Four. What if Drew Brees went to Miami? You know what? Hold on. Before you say something, let me add on to that. Saban would be the coach, right? So that means either Rich Rodriguez or, or uh, Bobby Petrino goes to Alabama. Does Alabama become Alabama if Rich Rod or Petrino is there? Is LSU and Georgia and Tennessee and Florida the, the you know the king of the SEC? All of a one exam that was failed. But then you also forget how if that never happens. Does Ohio State get that national championship? Because with that wave coming through, that was um, – who did they blow that the playoff game to? 
Oh my goodness. Which year? Oh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I just really drew a blank because when you said that, Rich Rodriguez, that was West Virginia, if I'm right. correct, yeah. right? West Virginia to Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. And right there, oh my goodness. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Does Ohio State get that national title? I'm saying this is all because of one failed exam for Drew Brees that le- two sports histories could have been changed. And I don't know why that <laughs> popped into my head, but it really made me think about because Rich Rodriguez was the man, and it affected my pro team because that's how we got Amos Zaraway from West Virginia. <laughs> he really, wow. I'm amazed that you got that back to Pittsburgh. No, because no, because that failed physical sent shockwaves through so many programs, pro and college. Mm-hmm. I never thought about it that way. Just off of one, um, old basketball or recent basketball? What you want? Doesn't matter. Um. 1979, Chicago Bulls win the coin flip against L.A. Chicago drafts Magic Johnson. Man, he would have. At the the time, you're looking at Magic Johnson, Reggie Theus, and Artis Gilmore, and Coach Jerry Sloan. Yep. And now instead of championships, you have Magic versus Bird in the same in the com- same conference, so you see them all the time. You see them all the time, and in the Eastern Conference Finals instead of the championship. Mm-hmm. And, and if you did that, yeah, obviously they would have been good. Ownership wouldn't have sold the team to Jerry Reinsdorf. Mm-hmm. Jordan would have never got never drafted. Got he would have he'd have went to Dallas or Philadelphia because yeah, Chicago would have been drafted 29th that year, right? You know? So you would have had the Mavericks, Michael Jordan, or the Sixers, Michael Jordan. And if the Sixers draft Michael Jordan, that means the Sixers can't draft Charles Barkley. So that the whole thing would have changed yeah, just off of a coin flip right in 1979. Yep. That reminds me, the one thing we forgot about the whole LeBron goes to college. The Cavs would have sucked because they would have took Dwight Howard. <laughs> oh, poor, poor old, old four Cavs. I got a what if for y'all. What if? What if Riddick Bowe had never turned to alcohol and never suffered through depression? Would he be the greatest heavyweight? Because at the time, everyone was avoiding Riddick Bowe. He got power punch with you. He was way too big and strong for Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. At the same time, what if Mike Tyson didn't lose a Buster Douglas? Yeah, but I'm just saying, Riddick Bowe. <laughs> what if Mike Tyson didn't bite a Vander Holyfield? <laughs> like I said, I mean, that that's a real good one because you know why? If Riddick Bowe never goes through that, guess who we actually don't have? Hmm. The Klitschko's. What if, uh, since you're boxing real quick, well, if Pacquiao actually got the fight, he won it with Floyd Mayweather five years before it actually happened. That's, you know what, I can't even put one better. What if Pacquiao wasn't taking PEs, would he still be as good as he was in the lighter weights? <laughs> what if people actually respected Len- Lennox Lewis? <laughs> 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 ouch. That was just ouch. 
No, I'm, but he's a great, but nobody talks about Lennox Lewis. Yeah. Ever. I'm, I'm gonna, <laughs> I guess, on top of the what ifs, I guess I can throw a little hot taker at Hill I'm willing to die on. Uh-oh. Um, in that scenario, Mayweather has a one in the loss column. I think so. That's if, why if I was pa- put if, off so if many if years. Pacquiao fought, if they fought three to five years prior, I think we're talking about Mayweather being... Have it have forty nine and one forty nine and one, and with the, uh, I mean, everything else I think could remain the same as far mm-hmm. as TMT. Yeah, I'm not saying it had to be a knockout, but yeah, you know, it could be a loss. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a decision loss, it could be a loss. I got one even better now, just because of what you said. Okay. Well, yeah, I agree. I think Pacquiao wins. Uh, you go football. Uh, football. What if recent history? Drew Bledsoe doesn't get hurt. Tom Brady never comes in the game. That that's probably the big one. Yeah, <laughs> that to me, I was thinking about this earlier. That to me is the biggest French league changing situation because I think any other scenario where you talk about who drafts Jordan, who drafts LeBron, who draft if Iverson did this, if if Duncan did that, that. Would change some generational stuff, but I mean, with that, it's the Tuck rule too. What if the Tuck rule doesn't yeah, happen? I mean, that's what I mean. If 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 because Brady was a sixth round pick, which means he had about another year or two before he's out of the league. The year I was looking at, the, I remember this too that the in the off season they signed Drew Bledsoe to a ten year contract. They hitched their wagon to him and said he's our quarterback until he retires. And if Bledsoe never gets never gets injured. Your franchise, my franchise, Peyton Manning's legacy. I mean, the Raiders' legacy. Gruden might stay there. They got a championship. I mean, you can go down the line of as mind-blowing as the Drew Brees scenario is, Brady's. We don't lose the the, the greatest show on turf. If If Brady doesn't get in the game, we have a dynasty in St. Louis. We have a, we have, a, I mean, Cower might have a Super Bowl. I mean, beforehand, you know, I mean, yeah. I mean, I know, you know, I know Denver was highly affected by the Patriots in, in, in games, especially, and then when Manning came, and then Peyton Manning is probably the biggest what if in it all. Peyton Manning is probably where, where uh, Brady is now. People talk about Peyton what if. People talk about Peyton winning, assuming he would have won at least two, maybe even three more. He would. People would talk about Peyton like they talk about Brady. He would have been considered the best quarterback to ever play football. If Peyton didn't have to go, if if between Peyton, Denver, Pittsburgh, and Baltimore, if they didn't, I mean, because those are the main teams that the that Patriots played in the AFC. If those teams didn't have to go through Brady. And then you look at the NFC. Like I said, greatest show on turf probably wins another two. You know, you, mm-hmm. I mean, and he's still playing. So it even affects the Rams. It affects the Falcons. It affects the Seahawks. It affects, you know, and, and it affects the Jets, Dolphins, and the Bills because they spent 20 years playing quarterback carousel trying to figure out how the hell to beat that guy. And they just blowtorched their franchise for 20 years. Speaking of one thing affecting multiple teams, let me throw this story out there for y'all, okay? 
What if Josh McCown's final pass of 2003 went incomplete? Hear me out. Um, I'm actually going to read this. Uh, when the Vikings visited the last place Cardinals in week 17, 2003, what seemed to matter most was Minnesota's playoff chances. And when we get the Vikings to the NFC North title, a loss will end their season. But the effects of the game's conclusion, trailing 17 and 12 with four seconds left, Arizona QB Josh McCown found Nate Poole in the back of the corner of the end zone. And it was a you know 28-yard game winning TD, sending Minnesota and packing, Arizona moving on. Um, but if it went incomplete, the Cardinals, not the Chargers, would have the number one pick. So new coach Dennis Green would have took Eli Manning. The Chargers at number two probably still would have took Phillip Rivers, you know. Um, the Giants, needing a quarterback, would have took Ben Roethlisberger. The Browns would have took Larry Fitzgerald. Steelers would have took J.P. Lossman or Matt Shaw or Luke McCown because that those were the, you know, next – couple of names like all because Josh right. Mc- all because that one pass got completed but that draft did had a wedding and it was because of Cleveland if it wasn't for Cleveland Pittsburgh would not have gotten Ben Roethlisberger I mean we could play this the hometown game what if they didn't decide between oh. D'Angelo Hall and Keller Winslow and they took Ben Roethlisberger no Pittsburgh no I'm saying Cleveland because that I know a lot of people, not naming no radio host names, will claim that they wanted Ben. There was two choices on the board that day, D'Angelo Hall or Kellen Winslow. They went Kellen Winslow. Nobody was talking about Ben. Nobody. There is a, there's a story from a while back I remember saying, first of all, I can, I can do an hour on how terrible the Bush Davis regime was. <laughs> there's a story from a while back about how Bush – took a p- private plane, um, I think Andre Davis, the receiver, and someone else down to Miami of Ohio to work out Roethlisberger and did nothing of it. Yeah. <laughs> and that, too, if, I'm, if I recall correctly, that was one of those when they had those weird rules where – if you get pushed out of bounds, you don't have to. Ha- you didn't have to have two feet in. So it wasn't even the fact that it was an incompleted uh, pass. It was like that weird, obscure rule where he caught the ball and the Vikings player pushed him out of bounds, and it's a judgment call by the uh, refs. You know, if he wasn't if, pushed, if he, he wasn't pushed, yeah. yeah. Now it doesn't matter. You got to get two feet down no matter what. But back then they just experimented with this little rule about that where it's a judgment call on. So, yeah, that's what happened in the back of the end zone. Dude caught it while he was jumping up, got pushed out of bounds. They ruled a touchdown because they said it. So that changed everything. And, yeah, we don't have a, a Eli Manning holdout. We don't have a trade. We don't have The entire lot. thing changed yeah. all because yeah. of Josh Because Eli, Eli would have said, I'll play. I just don't want to play. I just didn't want to. He just didn't want to play for San Diego. That was right. his only thing. He said, New York, fine. Arizona, yeah. fine. Just not. Yeah. It's not San Diego. Yeah. I got two. I got a football and a boxing. Hit me with the football. What if the chief had never turned down the NFL from making the Steelers America's team? They were we were offered that and the chief turned it down and said we're the Pittsburgh Steelers. Dave wants that. 
confirmed it on an interview that the Pittsburgh Steelers at the time was supposed to be America's team because we would we were coming off of the four Super Bowls in the seventies. And instead, we got to deal with cowboy this and cowboy that. Yeah. Because they're on TV all the time in the, you know, 70s, 80s, 90s, Cowboys this, Cowboys that. You know better than most. When you turn on Fox in the 90s, you're just like, so Cowboys is playing who? Yep. Because you know it's going to be a Cowboy game. Thanksgiving. <laughs> who the Cowboys playing? Thanksgiving. Christmas. Week one. Who the Cowboys <laughs> playing? It, it felt like somewhat feels like it now. Fox will be playing the Cowboys or the Giants or the Eagles. And my boxing one? What if Bernard Hopkins never went to jail? How bad would that affect the boxing community? Eh. You say, uh. Now, I only say that because I was like, mm, never really B-hop there. But <laughs> if it was no B-hop, there wouldn't be no Roy Jones. All of these dudes' legacy came off of the simple fact that one of the greatest young prospects was being held up in jail on his own doing. Mm-hmm. But if Bernard Hopkins didn't go to jail, would he have been Roy Jones Jr.? Because that was always under the table who would have won, Roy Jones and B-Hops in their prime. Um, Let me throw one at E. Just going to be an easy layup for you because I'm pretty sure where, where you feel about this one. What if Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving played the 2015 NBA Finals? Cavs winning five. Back to back? 15 and 16? Cavs winning five. Does KD stay in Oklahoma City? Uh, now that's the interesting. So let's say Cavs win, Cavs win 16. Cavs win. Cavs repeat. Actually, there's a possibility Golden State tries to blow it up. Whether that involves KD or not, who knows? But I think winning that title obviously gave Golden State the confidence they needed to come back to beat Oklahoma State when they should have won that that final or championship final series. They or conference final, I should say. But yeah, that uh, <laughs> injuries—they they just play a part of everything. Kyrie and Love stay healthy. The Warriors are not the quote Warriors. Yeah, I mean you're talking about. Kyrie and Kevin Love or Matthew Dellavedova? Dellavedova and <laughs> it, it, that's all it was. It was what LeBron Dellavedova and what, what Verajawa maybe? Yeah, it, it was very much yeah. easy to, to to beat that team. Or easier to beat that team than if we had Kevin Love healthy and Kyrie Irving healthy. And um, hey Chris, you hmm? left out the other part of that. What's that? Would that have driven Kevin Love to Cleveland? To play with LeBron, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if he's that type of guy. Yeah, I'm just know. saying because that ripple right there by them losing to us that second year, mm-hmm. it scared them so bad that they ran to Kevin Love. Durant. I mean, excuse me, to Kevin Durant. Excuse me. Oh, um, so, well, you want to talk scary? Let me throw this scary out there. What if the 2010-2011 Chicago Bulls actually happened? And I, by happened, I mean Derrick Rose, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, Chris Bosh, and Joe Kim Noah. Because it almost happened. 
Can I counter that with what if Tim Duncan took Orlando's offer? The 2000 yeah. Duncan. Tracy McGrady, Grant Hill, Tim Duncan? Yeah. To the Magic? Yep. That almost happened too. <laughs> Pat, what you got on, on these two? Those two? Well, first, that Bulls team. That's Okay, that year, Derrick Rose is 25. Wade is 25 MVP. and a half. Yeah. James is 26 and 7. Bosch is 18 and 7. Noah was 11 and 7. Yeah. And Noah would have been that. But no one like Noah as a player, like just as a person. But no one, like, he was like that annoying dude that just no one really cared for. You know, his dad plays tennis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, at the, but man, but I mean, he, he would have been that, he would have been that guy. Yeah, that's something right there. And the magic, because as good as McGrady was, getting rid of him would have been a, a somewhat addition by subtraction. And when you, you talk about like 2000 Eastern Conference, they would have ran over everybody, everyone. Yeah, it would have been Magic, New Jersey, yeah, Philadelphia, Toronto. That's it. Yeah, and and, and, and the last remnants of Indiana. Yeah, so that, yeah. <laughs> And even some, even Raptors and Nets were kind of running out of steam there too. Yeah. So, um, if uh, no, I, can, I, can I throw another one related to that? Uh, nineteen ninety-seven. What if Trace McGrady got traded for Scottie Pippen? Man, because that almost happened too. Yeah, that Jordan, almost happened. The only reason it didn't happen because Jordan stopped it. Mm-hmm. So you would have had Jordan and a young McGrady. Yeah, trying to uh, trying to push that Bulls dynasty from you know stopping at ninety eight to maybe stopping in two thousand two two thousand three or something. Yeah, how did you take? That? I got another what if based on that too. But go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. And since you had to pull that out, what if the commissioner never stopped Baron Davis from going to the Lakers? Not Baron Davis. Uh, Chris I mean, Paul. Excuse me, Chris Paul. No, it was Baron Davis too. They tried to get hold of Baron Davis. That was the first time. I can actually, but when I, they completed it for Chris Paul, they said no. I can actually tell you that. Okay, so what if, you know, David Stern approved uh, Chris Paul to the Lakers, right? Yeah. Chris Paul helps Kobe. The Rockets don't have the assets to get James Harden. The Hornets aren't bad enough to get a top lottery pick, which turned out to be Anthony Davis. That's what happens with that. Everything changes. Yeah. I mean, Harden still, well, not still, but he would have been, you know, stuck in six-man row because he couldn't get out of Houston or get out of OKC. Yeah. Would he have stayed at OKC? Would he have got traded somewhere else? Would we have seen the James Harden we see now if he couldn't really get, get to his own team and shine the way he did? Yeah. And then there's the one. What if? Everything remained the same, but Cleveland never went to Baltimore, and all them picks came here. Um, off top, Pat, you're going to like this. I would probably say at least AFC Championship game is Browns-Broncos. You know, that 97 with Elway going to the Super Bowl, that might have been the Browns to the Super Bowl. And by might, I mean it probably would have been Browns to the Super Bowl. 
I don't I don't know what the, the relationship was, but Al Lerner buys out Modell. Belichick might stay. So you have Belichick as your head coach. Al Lerner is the owner, and you still get your Ray Lewis's and Jamal or Jamal and Lewis and all those guys. Yeah, Ed Reed's, yeah. I got something to go along with that, but go ahead. Actually, it would have changed one thing, and I'm shocked I missed it. That would have been Warren Sapp and Ray Lewis in Cleveland. Scary. <laughs> Scary. You had something to go with it? Because I, I was going to go back to basketball. So. Um. Well, it's kind of an all-sports day, but it's Cleveland-related. What if George Steinbrenner stayed in Cleveland and saved the city? Yeah, he wanted to buy the Indians. I mean, let's put it like this. Let's say, because he was, he was good with, you know, Art Modell, right? So let's say um, he negotiates a producer credit or something for Jim Brown's movie. You know, Dirty Dozen, right? Cleveland probably would have won Super Bowl two, three, and four because you still would have had Jim Brown on the team. Now you had um, you had you had him from he's from Steinbrenner's from the area. Probably if he didn't get the Browns, he probably would have bought the Indians because he tried to buy the Indians. Yeah, he tried. Yeah, he wanted so to buy you, the Indians. So if you let him get get his bid to to win, you don't trade Greg Nettles, you don't trade Chris Shambliss. You end up you probably have the Indians signing Reggie Jackson, the Indians signing Catfish Hunter, and they win the World Series in seventy six and seventy seven instead of you know what the Yankees did in seventy seven. And then at the same time, like you would have had all the royalties and all the money that he would have made off the Jim Brown movies and everything. You would have had a dome downtown. So you, that that Super Bowl <laughs> we were talking about the other other episode, you would have had it in Cleveland. Go ahead. Repeat that question. Anyone know why they stopped him from buying the Indians? Um, that part I never really found a real answer. It to. wasn't about sports. It was about Lake Erie, and dividing up the city in politics. Believe it or not. If Cleveland would not have interfered with that, Chicago wouldn't be the biggest port inland. It actually would have came to Cleveland. That's what he was trying to do. He was trying to basically, because everyone knows they used the lakes, the Great Lakes, and Chicago's the main hub in the Midwest. If Steinbrenner would have gotten his way, all of that would have been in Cleveland. There wouldn't be no EC. EC would all be Bratnall. And that's fact. Hold all on. of that changed because of that move. Let me throw one other thing out there that's connected to that. Because you know how Pat, John Elway threatened uh, to play for the Yankees, right? Yep. What if Steinbrenner doesn't own the Yankees, owns the Indians, and Elway plays for the Indians? That means he's not the Broncos quarterback, right? Well, I mean, the, the, the threat was because he didn't want to play for Baltimore. I'm just so like, he said, know. I'll go play baseball if you don't trade me. Because he didn't want to play for the Baltimore Colts. But maybe 
you know, it, it, it we'd at least hear that side instead of saying, oh, he was almost a Yankee. You would hear, oh, he was almost an Indian. I mean, at the very mm-hmm. bare minimum, you're talking that, but. But the whole thing, like, you would have had the money coming in from Steinbrenner and you never would have moved the team. Browns would have won multiple Super Bowls. The Indians probably would have won a few World Series, and it's all because you didn't, you know. Yeah. You didn't yeah. sell the team to George. Yeah. that's what I, I think that's what I love so much about these what-ifs is because everything, it, it's such a victim-of-circumstance scenario mm-hmm. where you can talk about a head coach hiring and you can talk about drafting this guy instead of that guy, you know. And, and it's just like it's all – like it's it's all a victim of so like all that. But the wildest part about that that Steinbrenner really affected the Midwest. Yeah. Do you realize? Because people, I always ask people, do y'all know Cleveland's actually supposed to be the seventh largest city in the United States, but it's divided up so poorly and badly. I mean, Steinbrenner would have stopped all of that. Cleveland would have been Chicago, meaning nobody would have been talking about Chicago. Everybody would be talking about Cleveland this, Cleveland that. Steinbrenner knew how much power that the Great Lakes had, and that was one of the ways to get rid of him. They denied him the Indians, and he frustrated and just – I mean, literally, it killed Bratton. Think about it. It yeah. killed Bratton all instantly. Yeah. All of this stuff happened because yeah. they told him no. To go along with that, too, because it's easy to think about that now. Like, if you sit there in 2020 and look at Cleveland and you look at Chicago, you're like, oh, wait. But if you think about it, there is only about a 30 to 40-year window where where Cleveland started, I want to say downhill, but you're talking Rockefeller and all that kind of stuff back. I mean, we're talking 1920s where C- Cleveland was, I mean, the the city, uh, the the most outside of past past your East Coast. This was the most developed city. It was a planned city, and that's why we got everything that's square. I mean, this was them in Washington, Cleveland, along with Washington D.C. were like planned cities for this reason, and. Like I said, you can look at it now and be like, oh, well, yeah, you, that's a pipe dream to think that Cleveland could be anything like Chicago. It's like, no. There was, no, there, was, was the, there was a time that <laughs> Cleveland was Chicago and Chicago was Cleveland. Yeah. Chicago just kept building upon that and getting ports and getting airports and doing this and doing that, getting Sears Tower and Willis. I mean, all that kind of stuff. Well, But in the 1920s, you're talking Cleveland was the city they built a they built all the railroads here. They built all the, the the first buildings, like I said, Rockefeller, Ness, all the, I mean, they still got cemeteries of these guys that were b- buried here. <laughs> like, and, yeah. and this ain't even a what if. Cleveland was actually one of the few cities that wasn't really affected by the Great Depression. They were actually thriving. Port That's city. the scary. You had ports. Yeah. You had trains. Yeah. All of these cities suffered, but this little itty-bitty one, like you said, that was planned. The United States wanted Cleveland to be the biggest hub that wasn't on the ocean. And it's all got halted because of nobody wanted to deal with George Steinbrenner because he was big in the real estate. 
And let's just keep it real. How did Art Modell get his money for the Browns? Steinbrenner helped him. Yeah. Um, I only got a couple. You got any more red ifs, Jason? Um, well, yeah. The one, I guess this is kind of low-hanging fruit, too. But I was thinking about it when we were going through the basketball as far as the trades and drafts and stuff like that. Um, Mello to the Pistons instead of Darko. Mello or Dwayne Wade or Chris or Bosch. Or Chris Bosch. Or any, but, but really Carmelo because... He was, a, he was, I don't want to say he was one or two because everyone knew LeBron was one, but he seemed to be number two. Well, I'm saying, but with that Pistons team, to have Carmelo coming off the bench at first because, you know, yeah. Larry Brown and rookies. Exactly. That's <laughs> why, I think that's why he took the European anyway because like, they figured he's not like a rookie rookie, but... The, the dominance of the Pistons would have lasted for more than what it did. Yeah, because you're talking only a matter of time before he takes over for Trayshawn Prince. And right. Prince was good defensively. But much, say, but in much, long term, are you going to take Trayshawn or are you going to take Carmelo? Yeah. <laughs> and I know he's a defensive Prince as long as both Wallace's and things like that there. But, man, you got a guy that, again, could come off the bench and give you 30. Well, I, I added to Rashid, added to Chauncey. Added with Rip, I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you have a Rip, Chauncey, Mello, Rashid, and Ben starting five. And let, me, let me throw another basketball at you because I got one right in front of me. Um, what if John Calipari for the Nets ignores Kobe's bluff saying that he wanted to play in Italy and still drafts him at number eight? A year later, you got Shaq going to Jersey instead of going to L.A. You had Jason Kidd in 01. Now, you talking about Kidd, Kobe, Shaq as the as the New Jersey Nets. And obviously, Calipari wouldn't have left. So, where do all the one-and-done basketball guys go? Go to Duke? John Wall go to Duke? Anthony Davis go to Duke? One thing I say is that Shaq wanted to go – Shaq didn't want to – Shaq wanted to just go to L.A. or he just wanted out of Orlando – Probably just one out of Orlando because he's from Newark. So, so going to Jersey, he's just going home. But you know, LA, I gotta think LA was spent was thrown well, probably as much money as they did, if not even more, if they thought there was a threat, he would go somewhere else. But, I don't the, know. but if that happened, LA is not winning those titles. No, the the Laker three peat that happened would not have. It, it might have been the Nets three peat for all we know. All right, I got one. The uh, Panatin and WWE, they've actually got all the four parts to do it. What if they reassembled the four horsemen, but they're all women? Nia Jax, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, and Bianca Belair. And let them run roughshod in both brands, Raw and SmackDown. Not to be that guy, but I mean, WWE would have long-term storytelling, and that's not one of their strong points right now. <laughs> Outside of Roman Reigns, that's not one of their strong points right now. I know, but just admit, because they got, they got all four of these characters, and it's like they keep switching up, trying to figure out what can get both brands back up there. Um, 
Let me throw a couple quick ones out there because we want to wrap this show up. Uh, what if the Niners and Patriots don't agree on a draft day trade and Jerry Rice slips to the Cowboys? Simple. They're even more annoying than they are now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, no. I'm saying, let's say that does happen. You have Jerry Rice. Why am I going to get Michael Irvin for it? Well. Excuse me, will Herschel Walker still be a cowboy? Don't know. Because that was act- that would have been a decent team. Their only weak spot would have been, I need to say, a quarterback. I mean, Michael Irvin could have ended up in San Diego if that happened. Yeah, Troy Aikman with Jerry Rice. Um, Quick baseball, what if Kirby Puckett didn't lose vision in one eye? Yeah. I mean, I mean you're talking about a 318 batting average, a 10 time all star. Who knows how many gold gloves? And he was uh, 696 hits from 3,000. Yeah. Tired at age 36. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> he'd have been a 3,000 club. Luckily, he's still a Hall of Famer, got his World Series ring. I mean, things like that. I mean, just it, it'd been a little more legacy building. I mean, just to be in that. Milestone, but, but would he have replaced Barry Bonds as the greatest modern day baseball player? No. Um, Puckett, speaking of now, because he wasn't better than Griffey, he wasn't better than Gwynn. Well, we we kind of joked about it off air, but let's throw it out there. What if the '98 home run race didn't happen? There's a chance that baseball would have folded. Because you had people that was already pissed off about the 94 strike. Yeah, but baseball, because baseball didn't come back until the summer of 98. Right. And so, so I'm saying, if you didn't have the home run race, you could have had teams contracted and folded. You could have had the league contracted and yeah. folded. I mean, the Expos did because of it. I mean, even that 98, I mean, the Expos never came back. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's that was the biggest, if you want to look at, like, a big, like, that inflection point in any sport, that there for baseball would be it because it was the best, worst, everything that baseball is going forward was started with summer of 98 because it got every fan back. It Mm -hmm. was, for a while, was again the most popular sport in America. And then because of that, they knew what was going on. They knew it was wrong, but they had no integrity whatsoever to whist- <laughs> to, to whistle blow it. I'm talking Bud. I mean Bud Selig and all those owners knew what was going on, and it was like, wait, do we? I mean, do we risk losing fans and admitting this and heading back to what whatever we were before? Then I think what happened is finding out the way that did made it even worse. It is Those were not roids. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Andro. Yeah. Andro That was yeah. Andro. Yeah. <laughs> and again, I mean, and then because uh, it, it started with those guys, but we'd be talking if, if, let alone say steroids didn't it didn't happen. Or say McGuire and Sosa's run, if you're just looking from a steroid point of view, 
you don't have the other guys like Bonds, like A-Rod, like those other guys that you knew were Hall of Fame, best best talents around doing stuff because a lot of guys shot up because they wanted to stay ahead of the curve. They didn't want to they, – they, they saw the money getting thrown around again, and they didn't want to say, hey, I can hit 25 home runs, bat 290, 90 RBIs. But this guy over here doing this and putting up those numbers. Well, I hate to do this to you, but – So what you should have asked is, what if Milo Scorsese, if I'm pronouncing his name right, had won – the 97 Arnold Classic and going on the one at Olympia. There wouldn't be no clearing baseball. That was the dude behind all of that. That failed bodybuilder. He gave these baseball players the clear because that was his choice of steroid that he was getting away with that they mm-hmm. couldn't detect in bodybuilding. Or, you know, with. Jose can say go keep his mouth shut. Um, Any other ones we want to touch before we get out of here? Uh, I'll save the rest for the part two, whenever that happens. Save it for a part two. We'll probably do a part two because, I mean, there's a whole bunch of things like uh, what the Buccaneers moved to Cleveland because that almost happened. That almost happened in 96. So... Um, but that'll do it for us. This is the Cleveland Fandom Cleveland Fandom Podcast. Uh, you can follow Cleveland Fandom at CLE Fandom Pod. You can follow Jason Roberts at at Kratos Lives. You can follow Everett Williams at at E V S Y N Williams. Follow Pat Luda at P Luda. That's P L U H T A. And forgive me, I almost forgot. Uh, do you, anybody have a fandom for for this episode? I just have to mention it, but I'm still on my Harry Potter marathon kick. So, because I know you don't like Harry Potter at all. It's okay, but like what you like. But yeah, HBO Max, man, just anytime I got free time. Which one am I? Oh, Goblet of Fire last night. All right, doing Order of Phoenix tonight. Jason, you got a fandom? It's an old movie, but these two movies I must see. My fandom is The Raid Redemption. And the Ray 2 must watch. You got a fandom? Seen the Raid and the Ray 2 co-sign. Um, I'll throw out episode 8 of What If. That was great. Can't wait for the finale this Wednesday. What If. Ended with What If. Started with What If. It's all about What If. Um, Mine, I'm actually cheating on because it hasn't out yet, but it drops tomorrow. Netflix, new Dave Chappelle special. Dave Chappelle, uh, The Closer, October 5th on Netflix. But that'll do it for us. Until next time, hit us up on Twitter, hit us up on Instagram. Let us know what's your fandom.